welcome to the Dude of the DNR Podcast. I am your DM Ken, and joining me Rob. Hey, I'm Rob. I play Amy Jordanson, the Jordan Sorcerer. And Amy. Hi, I'm Amy, and I play V, the Half-Orc Fighter. Ian. Uh, I am Ian. Oh, hi. Uh, I am Liam Mouse. Wow. Here we go. Uh, I am Ian. I play Liam Melsier, the half-elf bard. And last but not least, CJ. <laughs> Hello, my name's CJ, and I play Jacoba, the drow bard. Ugh. I I almost said Liam the Mouseer, and <laughs> was going to have to figure out what the fuck a Mouseer is. <laughs> the, well, that's that's how surnames work, right? It's Liam of Mouseer or Liam the Mouseer. You know, it works. <laughs> Uh, I believe we go by the proper uh, Von. So, <laughs> Von here. Yes, perfect. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so last time we spent quite a bit of time on the recap. <clears throat> and then we spent even more time planning on what the hell to do. You guys were given some jobs. Some jobs to... Uh, you still haven't completed the one for Tuesday, which was to turn in a, quote, slinking drow. Like, whatever the hell that means, because it's Tuesday. <laughs> I mean, we, we already have him in custody, um, and he's currently <laughs> muted if he's trying to talk. <laughs> you sons of bitches. So, you did, however, manage to complete the other two jobs, which were go to the... Both of them involved going to the Cobalt Settlement, and one of them was for Lindquist, Edgar Lindquist, to see if... Discuss possibilities, initial, like... Uh, questioning about uh, possible trade agreements and the other one was from the Rat King himself saying I've captured someone really annoying please come get them I'll pay you just come on <laughs> and after quite a bit of just deliberation about what to do with Choppy because Cheddar can talk and he communicated with Choppy and said his advice was to put Choppy in the intelligence circle and give him like the emotional tools to cope with his existence and everyone thought it was a good idea to put cheddar in charge of watching over choppy while that happened and cheddar was happy to help with that and it worked out pretty well uh amy rolled really pretty well for choppy's intelligence and wisdom and now he's actually s smarter than v if i remember correctly yep. <laughs> so you do i'm so proud of my son <laughs> yes so he now has the emotional faculties to uh cope with his existence which was discovered uh, after you got back, which was great, because uh, V even like said hello and he he nuzzled her and it was very cute. And mm -hmm. so, going back a little bit in time, you all went to the Cobalt Settlements to. You guys decided to skip the whole Edgar thing because fuck him, and you took care of that when you got back. <laughs> but the annoying person in question turned out to be a Dawnstar, which. Uh, Hey, everyone listening knows who Dawnstar is. It doesn't require any introductions. And um, everyone was rather annoyed by this character, except for Hamish, who uh, got an ASMR response from the sound of his voice, <laughs> which I thought was quite funny. And even suggested that maybe he should project his voice while he's reading stories or eating or something. And I made the suggestion that Hamish should really start this movement and make this part of his blog matchboard thing. I'm not sure if he's posting musings on there at all, but I do know he responds to specific requests. 
Yeah, he's deciding to call it AFDR. That's autosensory Dawnstar response. <laughs> Perfect. So if he's going to uh, share his musings about that on the matchboard, that'll be fun. That'll have some far-reaching consequences that probably have no bearing on the actual plot, but will be entertaining nonetheless. <laughs> so you did man- you rescued the Dawnstar rescued. Just said, yeah, sure, we'll take him. And the Rat King was like, oh, thank God, please. He went back to Fairbay, and after letting him go, he basically picked a direction at random, and that random direction happened to be directly towards the High Mantle Forest. And everyone was like, not my problem. <laughs> like, we did what we were supposed to do. We got him away from the Rat King, and now he's not out of our hair. So, mission accomplished. Everybody's happy. Um, <clears throat> so, the other thing when you got home... There was a, a V mentioned offhandedly that maybe she would like to learn the spell message, the one that uh, Cheddar uses to communicate with Choppy directly rather than needing a uh, middleman. And Jeremy, being the helpful friend that he is, said, because um, I think V said, like, oh, maybe, you know, Lester's house has something to the effect. And Jeremy's like, oh, I'll go get it, no problem. And he sprinted, because he doesn't do half measures. He he <laughs> ran all the way there, and I rolled poorly on luck. So unfortunately, was there not any, uh, like, Cantrips 101 spell, or Cantrips for Dummies book there. But Jeremy got distracted by a history book, which I believe was called Of Kings and Kingdoms, which was what we randomly rolled on Rob's very helpful book titles, uh chart table thing which was a really cool thing to have around (laughs) so I decided to I I made a couple rules for the book in question I decided it was either it was 50-50 either fairy tales or history and I rolled that it was history and then I rolled luck to see if it was related to his work and I rolled a 19 and I interpreted that as not only was it about his work but it, it eventually landed on his death. Which is uh, pretty heavy for our, our sweet boy Jeremy. So we get to possibly deal with that today. Because we ended in the evening time. <clears throat> and Jeremy's, you know, was engrossed in the book and he finished it, you know, later in the evening. And before we finish the session. While V was checking up on Choppy, and while uh, Jeremy was reading up on his book, Jacoba decided to pop by the Honorable Pillow. Oh, that's right. It was lunchtime. It wasn't even the evening. He decided to hop by the Honorable Pillow during the lunch rush just to see uh, Susie play. And some magic happened. She, we rolled for, I rolled some performance for her, and in roll 20, it rolls two dice at all times just in case for advantage or disadvantage and both roles were criticals this was the performance of a lifetime the music that was played was a solo lute arrangement based entirely on Jacoba's father's classical work and it was so perfectly performed that a packed tavern full of otherwise rowdy uh, dock workers was instead dead silence. Many of them were in tears, and Jacoba himself was full ugly crying. He was openly sobbing during this, and didn't even entirely realize he was 
ugly crying until it was done. And Susie was the whole time she was playing with her eyes closed and was just feeling the music and humming along with it. And when she finished, she opened her eyes and saw Jacoba and was she blushed. She was a bit embarrassed at the whole thing because she was not playing that for him specifically, or at least she didn't intend for it at that moment. <clears throat> but it it was a magical moment, and that's where we ended the session. It was quite nice. So picking up today, it's about lunchtime, and you have delayed sicking the zombie army on the cobalt by a couple days because you wanted to go scope it out and get a few extra coins due to related jobs. So what what is the plan? Is the plan to start the zombie invasion today, like this evening? Because I know the you guys had, or I think it was Liam specifically, Liam had spoken to the people at the Temple of Cord and suggested, hey, by the way, we found a bunch of zombies underground. Instead of fighting them, which would be terrible, you can instead escort them outside and then march them against the uh, hostile army outside of town. And this would... <clears throat> pardon. And and this would work well for everybody. And he rolled very well for that persuasion check. And as risky as it is, they agreed. They said, we'll institute a one-time curfew the night you decide to do it, and we'll have our paladins escort the zombies out. And... You could probably get away with that by forging more orders. Because you spoke with a dwarf that none of the characters know who the dwarf is. But he seemed to be in charge. He was like the commanding officer of this undead army. Unless you want to go do the Tuesday mission and complete that job by just saying, Hey, by I the way, would... here is a trial. <laughs> I would like to make we a have correction. I think I think the people that came up with the plan was the planning department. <laughs> <laughs> um, who very adamantly are the people that make the plans. Uh, As they say, yes. Um, yeah. I, so it's uh, fine, guys. <laughs> I, I, think, I think Ken spelled it out for us. That Liam was going to forge some more orders, or uh, yeah, forge uh, something, uh, and get the army to just march right out after him. Okay, so is, is that just we're jumping right into war this time? <laughs> Nobody else is talking. Um. In absence of any other ideas, then then war seems like like an excellent plan. Yeah, I'll bring the lawn chairs. <laughs> <laughs> v is happy enough to hand off the planning reins to somebody else this time. You know, uh, let let the others have a chance to shine. Really, she's she's Karen, our Karen big Karen. idea girl. She needs someone else to come up with all the minutia of the plans. Exactly. She's like, this is what we're going to do. Now you figure out how. <laughs> Hamish has a planning board going. He'll have like the details of the plan for you in six to eight weeks. <laughs> Seems reasonable. Yes. So, you have to fill out uh, a, CJ. a, a formal CJ has plan. Yeah, like, you have to fill out a formal plan request form and it has to go through the process. Game triplicate. <laughs> anyway, CJ, you were saying... 
CJ has a probably bad idea, but it's it's an idea. Okay. Well, it is we, we, yeah, we might have to end up splitting the party. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. Uh, that always goes swimmingly. So, it's fine. So, uh, Jacoba... Never. Nothing will ever go wrong. Yeah. Jacoba was adamant about helping Jimmy and Susie and, uh, Mr. Honorable. I remembered his name. Uh -huh. I promise. Since he knows what's going on under the under the graveyard, <laughs> so uh, Jacoba's gonna try to find Jimmy and help them with that while uh, the others are going to war. I guess. Uh, oh, you want to loot the underground place? Not loot. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure that's the definition <laughs> of looting. <laughs> oh, hey, Mo, if, if, if going with Susie is an option, um... I already called dips. Uh, no, I mean, like, Jacoba should really have one of the team there to back him up on this, I think, and who better than V? Also, you can't call dips on a spaceship. What? Can't call dips on a spaceship. Spaceship. That is that is a very very old callback to Red versus Blue. Oh, God! I haven't thought about Red versus Blue in a while. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> that shit's still going. I know. Is it? And, like their production value's gone way up. Like they're choreographing oh. and like puppeteering yeah, the characters right? now. Yeah, it's great. Anyway, <laughs> so I haven't watched it for years. Uh, Same. So CJ wants to backdoor basically. So while the like immediately yeah. after, like the army leaves and everyone's distracted by making sure they make it out of Fairbase Fairbay safely, uh, he wants to like pull up Braylon, just go invisible and sneak in or something. Uh, not necessarily. I'm ninety percent sure that Susie is pretty sneaky. So I'm thinking cast invisibility on um. Jimmy. She's probably sneaky. I'm not 100% sure. Let me look. <laughs> uh, okay, but we're all forgetting that V's also going along with this group. <laughs> I think and Liam is. is most decidedly not sneaky. I think Liam would be the better option here. Um, It's not about better options right now. It's about it, keeping it really an eye on the competition. <laughs> okay, so wait a minute. Is, is the plan rapidly evolving into... Okay, we'll let the zombies go off camera and they'll fight a war off camera and we'll just go dungeon diving apparently uh, <laughs> bye bye v vini showing up that's how it's going i mean i really Jam jeremy was the general he he seemed like he'd be the natural uh you know one to lead the troops the problem though is that jeremy was an arathus general and the guys who were in charge were wearing cord stuff. So in, in the history, those two were at war. Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure we also established that there is no fucking way Jeremy is ever going anywhere near those people. Okay, so here's, here's what we do. Jeremy, V, and Jacoba go with Jimmy, Susie, and Jimmy and Susie. Liam and Hamish go, go with the army, and uh, we all meet back up and have drinks after. Uh, assuming everyone or... makes it. Or. <laughs> or. It seems all to be missing you, someone. Or all of you come with us to the army, and then afterwards we can all go looting. But then Jimmy and Susie will already have gone. 
I'm not. Uh, I think you missed the all of us part. <laughs> I, I think Hamish is working on designing Jeremy a cord tabard to wear just, you know, and not tell the undead army that he fought for the other side. Uh, is Jeremy okay with wearing a tabard of cord? Um, he's indifferent. He's mostly okay. he's mostly wearing the same thing he was wearing when he woke up in the woods at this point a month ago. That's fair. Good, good. <laughs> Except for like, I know you guys got him like a cloak and hat and gloves and stuff, but other than mm. that, he's still wearing that same old tabard, and it's really not in good shape. We probably should have gotten him a better out, a newer outfit, much sooner. <laughs> uh, we can we can do this after the battle. <laughs> that just sounds um, like we're going to loot some of the bodies on the battlefield and outfit Jeremy from them. <laughs> uh, we're gonna dress him up like a kobold. Well, it, well, except that yeah, the the two sides are a bunch of zombies who are wearing clothes that are probably not better than Jeremy's, and a bunch of kobolds. And they they do have new armor, but it's bronze, not great. And also sized for kobolds, Jeremy is a bit taller than they are. Uh, we'll make it work. <laughs> we'll just like punch a bunch of holes in it and tie it together. It'll be a hodgepodge. It'll work. Hmm. It would look awful. <laughs> uh, I believe the word you're going for is it'll look awesome. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Roll MacGyver chic is what that is. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm I mean, still unclear are, what the plan is. We're technically is. adventurers. Technically. Uh, well, yeah. That's what you put on your resume. Although you, mm. you're real homebodies, which was the uh, whole idea of the campaign. <laughs> yes. You were supposed to be rescuing cats from trees, and now we're going to war? Yeah, things kind of uh, got out of hand. Yeah. <laughs> things escalated a little it's, bit. It's fine. We'll, we'll draw it back for the next story arc. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, the next arc is, we're conquering Alara. It's fine. Uh, the next <laughs> we're arc... taking our zombie on, army on the move. The, <laughs> the next arc is probably going to involve you uh, quashing some cults that are local to the town. What? Cut. No! No! <laughs> <laughs> um, I so mean, I romantics that are now following Hamish, and that's true. He's yeah. Hamish has a fan base. Are we gonna meet some of them? Uh, I hope we meet some of them. Maybe at some point. That's a cult I'm okay with meeting. Mm. <laughs> cult of Hamish. The cult of Hamish, yes. Oh, just just wait till you hear what the Malchus fan club calls themselves. Oh no. <laughs> Is it the Malcult? The Malk I don't even know. Oh, that's pretty good, but no, it's much worse than that. <laughs> oh no. These guys have been um, written for ages since like episode 5. <laughs> oh boy. Um you can't so... see me shaking my head, but I'm Oh, you're, in... you're gonna when you meet them, your eyes are gonna roll so hard they might fall out of your head. We'll see. <laughs> we will hear... No, we've already established this is my last episode. I need to listen uh, to this episode immediately. <laughs> uh, so raining things back in a little bit. Um, I I don't see any advantage to splitting the party so you guys can loot while we follow the army. Um, I also I don't see much benefit. It's important to be able to help the army. You don't know what's going to go down. It's just oh. a bunch of zombies. Who cares? 
Uh, the, the trouble is if if and when the zombies lose, the kobolds are not stopping. Yeah. Um, and I feel like at least having, I don't know, our person who hits really hard with us uh, would be a good thing to have in Yeah, Jacoby, uh, you really should go with them. <laughs> Maybe what I should just fuck? convince Susiana <laughs> to come with me and solve all of these problems <laughs> a lot easier. Hmm. That's actually no, not a bad no, strategy. With that, <laughs> that logic makes sense. No, um, it makes sense. And also, if I might add, uh, dictionary.com's definition of looting is spoils or plunder taken by pillaging, as in war. Um, <laughs> and so, as we go off to war, uh, they take I will things from the still vacancy. continue to spell you looters. Um, <laughs> nah, that fits, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. All right. Fine, I'll go. I'll so, do the yeah. I, I like to think and, that V is like in character, like kicking a pebble. Like, okay, I guess that makes sense. Fine, whatever. We can we can ask Susiana if she wants to join us. She may not be a bad addition. She's a bard, and uh, and she's way more competent than we are. <laughs> hey, I take offense to that. I'm pretty You're confident. A bard? Oh, not no. Okay, no. <laughs> yeah, she's more bard than the two bards combined. <laughs> yeah, she plays music. I, I, I meant the competent part. I was like, I'm a pretty competent fighter. Okay, come on. I kill things good, you know. <laughs> That's not what I was questioning. You can come I'm back not questioning for... your bard skills. <laughs> <laughs> you can come back a war hero and think how sexy that is. That is pretty sexy. Ooh. No, but okay, Jacoba can't come with us then. <laughs> he'll go down to the grave with Jimmy. And he'll, he'll both he'll, be war he'll heroes be. and it'll be a wash. Yeah, exactly. No, okay, so yeah, Jacoba should go be a looter because nobody likes looters. But Susie would come back. But Susie would be with him looting. I'm going to come back a hero for, with for scars. Like, taking down the Bam. Rat King. And Jacoba's gonna come back with a purple heart to an axe in the back, spontaneously. Or really rich and able to provide for her, so. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah, who's team are you guys on here? That's what I want to know. Whose team are we on? <laughs> some way Jax is gonna come, like, hopping up and just... I mean... Jacoba! Listen, Toppy's a real good judge of character. If he decides he deserve, you deserve the chop to the back, you deserve the chop to the back. I don't know what to tell you. And that means Jacoba can later spontaneously come back from the dead uh, at an opportune time. Whatever is dramatically appropriate. Now, you, now, now, now this really is a soap opera. <laughs> right? <laughs> It'll be even better if you The only thing missing is one of us getting amnesia. Wait a minute, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> We're pretty good at that show. Yeah, uh, it'd be even better if you came back from the dead right as Susie and V are about to kiss. Like, they're going in for the lean-in, and, like, Jacoba's like, hey, I'm back from the dead. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like, damn it, I obviously didn't do the job good well enough. Come over here. <laughs> What's the other trope in soap operas? I don't know. I don't watch soap operas. I'm guessing. Uh, 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 One of us has a twin. Last twin, yep. Last <laughs> twin at birth. And I think there's also, like... Secret siblings is a pretty common thing. Hang on, writing this down. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I feel like a war might be a like big enough thing to deal with right now, but <laughs> sure. <laughs> but the secret siblings and just fucking yeah. 
Yeah. The evil so, twins? I mean, yeah. I think all of us being there for the battle uh, would be a really good idea. And, like, maybe we can recruit uh, a certain bard and possibly rogue and whatever the fuck class uh, Jeremy is. Not Jeremy, but uh, Jimmy is. We really need Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy's, I don't know, a scoundrel, I guess. <laughs> What's he um, going to do? Yeah. Well, I mean, every army needs cannon fodders. That's fair. You know what? Yeah, we, we could use Jimmy. Uh, V's going to get a new shield. Uh, I have, canonically, <laughs> I have his class down as dipshit. <laughs> I forgot you should I change, put that down. You should change his class to V's animated shield, is what you should yeah. change it to. I think I have him specced as a fighter, technically speaking, but, like, <laughs> I wrote down dipshit. How <laughs> dare you put him in the same class as my good girl, Vivian Lee? Do you think he's skilled enough or smart enough to be anything other than a muscle? Yeah, he could be a barbarian then. Nah, he's not angry enough for that. Yeah. Hey, that shit seems more like a background anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. The fun thing is, I hear you say this every time, and it's just now occurring to me that uh, V is not a barbarian. Yeah, no, she's a fighter. Yep. I am the... Hi, I'm Amy. I play V, the half-orc fighter. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard this several times. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's time to multi-class. Well, you know what that is? <laughs> that, uh, no, I'm not going to multi-class. Into... You know what? Maybe I'll multi I'll be a more competent bard than all of you by the end of it. <laughs> uh, How so many bards can we say? I, I still think... Uh, I still think we should all go into battle, and then, yes, like, agree. afterwards, Let's... we can go explore. I, I am vote against splitting the party. <laughs> Especially in, like, a crucial time. Mm -hmm. And there is the possibility of recruiting Susie. In fact, I think Susie would be very much down, because this is a big deal. Yeah. Kind of important to, you know, not have town attacked by a bunch of kobolds. And this is happening at night. You could recruit Cheddar, too. Ooh. Uh, no, my I'm leaving Choppy and Cheddar at the office where they are safe. Yeah, but one's yeah. a weapon of war and the other can cast magic. <laughs> they are my sons and they will stay safe. You can't, you can't mother them forever, V. <laughs> <laughs> it has been days, Ken. Days. So they're getting drafted, okay? <laughs> they are not even 18 days old, never mind 18 years old. <laughs> you know how many days... Two two days is in mouse years, like so not many. Not eighteen. Not eighteen. So <laughs> many. It's so it's many. Probably, it's probably two days because uh, mice experience time at the same rate that we do. Bam! Thank you. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, actually, someone else who can cast stuff, who you know can be safe inside of a certain fighter slash barbarian's armor. Uh. Feels like a really good. Not thing a barbarian. Have. Still not a barbarian. <laughs> Maybe it's time to multi-class. This is the episode where Amy gets angry a lot. I think. <laughs> this is the part where V gets offended that Liam thinks she's a berserker just because she's a half orc. Yeah, is it because I'm a half orc. Liam, is that why you think I'm a barbarian? Um, honestly, it's the accent. <laughs> 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 You know who else uses Clearly, she's a barbarian. <laughs> I'm a fighter, a well-trained fighter. Okay, axes are cool. Yeah, axes are 
taxes are just super cool. Have you seen my sentient tax? As she points to the parrot on her shoulder. <laughs> so Jacoba starts marching. Not even waiting for everyone else. So everyone well, spends... It's well, We've established around lunchtime, so everyone spends the entire day bickering until sundown. Yeah. Because we're a family like that. Um, does anybody... Uh, so... Um, they already, what do they know? Uh, Liam already delivered a scout report that there's an army outside of town. Yes. Um, and so we need some way to convince the zombie army that they need to leave town and take care of the cobalt army. How did I not have a token Embarrassing. So yes, you, you need to, like, the the plan was to forge some marching orders sedating. Hey, the Cobalt Army, as was reported previously, is actually determined to be like a high priority or something to that effect. Yeah. Um, and surely also, you can wipe them out so quickly, so we're not fighting a war on two fronts. Wink, wink. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's what they think is happening. Also, who who was the the dwarf was in disbelief that we had a mayor. Yes. Um, he was saying that there was something else. Like, a, uh, was it... Did he even mention title of somebody? I would say, like, a king or a lord? Uh, I don't think he mentioned that part. He was like, mayor, what, what are you talking about? Okay. Um, so I can either lean into the mayor thing some more, or go with lord. And I think it might be better to go with, like, uh, lord's orders. Lord or general or some other thing yeah. like that. Ooh, ooh, I like general. General's orders. Let's take out the army to the south because they're smaller. Um, and we can, yeah. So I think Liam wants to basically write orders from the general and basically, uh, being like, uh, scout reports from the army to the south that it says it's, it's smaller than the army to the north, which I think was the other front. Um, and that we should easily be able to, uh, uh, invade. I don't know. Defeat, yeah, invade, defeat that enemy, and then we would only have uh, we would only have to fight on one front. Okay, so I'm thinking you have to put a name on it. Cause I can't probably can't just say general's orders. So yeah. So I'm thinking um, maybe we like roll a history to see if you can know. Well, or... um. How much uh, Jeremy, has been advertised about Jeremy's book and what that book is? Uh, at this point in time, uh, like Jeremy's been missing for several hours. Oh, uh, that on its own is actually very disconcerting. <laughs> um, okay, so history Wait, chat. <clears throat> v knows where Jeremy went, right? Yes, because she was the one who mentioned it, and Jeremy said, "Oh, or yeah, Jeremy went like, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll go check that out for you." Okay. Hmm. Okay. Um, so, uh, I think at some point during this, Liam might ask if anybody knows who the general might be. Um, in that case, I would say everyone has an opportunity to roll a history check. Oh boy. You know what's, can I ask Choppy? He's better at this than me. Oh. <laughs> uh, I won't hey. even allow Choppy to roll. God, never mind. Oh, no one else has to roll. Jacobin knows exactly. Oh, 
Well, I rolled anyways. I don't know what. Yeah, hey, that was a pretty good roll. Eighteen still. Hey, eighteen from Amy. Oh, and twenty from Hamish. Okay, see, so this is a part of like clearly everybody knows but Liam. Yeah. (laughs) Well, like, uh, yeah, dude, it was. um... Hamish has spent a lot of time talking to Jeremy. And Amy just knows her battle history because she's a proper fighter. Well, also, I would imagine this is the kind. (laughs) Thank you. Well, I also like to think this is the kind of thing that's, like, really well-known, uh, like, history in Fairbay. Like, they talk about this a lot. And Liam is just like Ian and can't remember names to save his life. I'm the same, which is why I can never come up with names on my own. I have to go to a name generator, because I just hmm. cannot. <laughs> when I come up with names on my own for my campaign, I come up with names like Tim and Colin. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I mean, hell, you named one of our guys Jeremy. Like. <laughs> I wasn't there for that, but yeah, that sounds like an Amy name. Just gonna say. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm absolutely down for that. So, speaking of, I'm looking at random name generators. So I'm thinking Toral Haiti. Sadius? No, I wasn't gonna go Sadius. <laughs> <laughs> Although the name Toral came up, and I was like, "All right, let's let's do Toral and Haiti." There, he's not Sadius. Toral Haiti. Yes. Nope. Uh, That's Heidi. That is Heidi. Toral right. Heidi. Uh, he's one of those assholes with two first names. Uh, yep. Don't fall the for it. I was put down as a surname on this. <laughs> yeah. So. Um. All right. So forgery kit. Check. Yep. Fourteen. Eh, no, eh. it's not too bad. Not too bad for considering you're given the impression of hastily scrawled like field orders and you're a courier. Like probably not yeah. that not not that difficult of a thing. Mm-hmm. But I, I think the harder thing to make would be like the seal, which you know with a fourteen, good enough. Mm. So you have your marching orders that state very reasonably that hey. Reports show that this is a force that could be troublesome if they march on us, but if we march on them, we can wipe them out. So we should do that immediately, just before you know things get worse. Mm-hmm. So yes. that's not bad. Uh, Jeremy's still missing, although he will—he would be coming back pretty much right as things are starting to go down. Mm-hmm. So unless someone wants to go looking for him, he would come back um... like at any evening. Oh, hey, Liam will notice that he's gone. Oh, perception. Perfect. Yeah. Because he's always just kind of milling in the background. <laughs> yeah, and I think, like, after doing the forgery, he, he'd pop up and be like, hey, wait a minute, it's too quiet. Where's Jeremy? <laughs> um, um uh, He went to get a book, I thought. Um, yeah, uh, okay. Um, I, I can go get him? Um, <laughs> yes. I feel like he might be useful in this situation. Yes. Because the more the merrier. Um, well, it, it, he is the general of the undead army. Or, yeah, that's um, he is a general of an undead army, not necessarily this one. Um, well, he has more experience than I do. So. Um, I, I have an idea of where he would be. I can go get him. Uh, and also... While you're out, um, do, do you want to recruit a certain bard that we know to help out? 
You know, I think I will. That is a good idea, Liam. <laughs> <laughs> um, you gotta, you gotta turn your note card over. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Smooth. Uh, <laughs> I will. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I will go. Get <laughs> those two people that we are talking <laughs> about. Who will um, speak? <laughs> And she will leave the office before he <laughs> blanks anymore. Yep. <laughs> Nothing unnatural or awkward about this at all. This is great. No, no, no. <laughs> this was totally smooth. <laughs> okay, so uh, yeah, so um, he's, he's gonna so, go do all that. Go on. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next step, I suppose, would be coordinating with guards. Uh, you were you coordinated with the Temple of Cord. Oh yeah. So uh, meeting up with the Temple of Cord, so we can get the signal to when we need to go get uh, said army. Yes. I, uh, the the plan was that the the paladins and the temple would work together with the guards to institute like a one time curfew for everybody's safety because mm-hmm. you know you don't want people milling about. Not that people mill about very much at night in this little town yeah but anyway. we, we really yeah but yeah we really need to make extra sure like hey you know after eight o'clock tonight let's just everyone stay in your home the last thing we need is an accident where these supposedly benign but i don't think anyone buys that these supposedly benign undead all marching in the streets we don't need a civilian just standing in the middle of that yeah no no we don't so um, yeah, they they were gonna do that, and basically, in my mind, you have like a roadway, and you have that roadway lined on the edges with paladins, like ready to act just in case, and then zombies peacefully marching out of the town, but surrounded by paladins. Hmm. Um. Is this the thing that we're gonna have to sell to the zombies? Um. No, I don't think so, because they're yeah. already like working for cord affiliated things and the paladins are all paladins of cord so okay to the undead that wouldn't they would just be part of the army okay like maybe an honor guard or something Mm. a parade seeing them out yeah exactly if it it was anything else if it was say you know a certain arathus affiliated anything because in history mortal enemies (laughs) yes Alright, um, so yeah. Uh, let's go, let's go do the thing. Okay, so V's gonna go recruit Susie, and Susie's down. Uh, is V gonna suggest that Susie bring her new gang around, or just say, hey, we've got, like, a really important thing? Um, so I think it'd be like, we've got a really important thing. Uh, you and Mr. Honorable would probably be super helpful, um, <laughs> no mention of Jimmy, but if she br- listen, if she brings Jimmy, she brings Jimmy. If she doesn't, she doesn't. Like that's up to her, you know. If he's coy about it like that, she Susie may just assume that it's like, oh yeah, the whole party I've been traveling with for a while. Yeah, she's not going to be like, don't bring Su- don't bring Jimmy, because if nothing else, Jimmy's good for a laugh, you know, to laugh at him. Um, <laughs> He's going to bring his pocket knife with him to war. <laughs> exactly. That fucking pocket knife. <laughs> it's like Hamish rolling his skin. It's 
something you forget about until someone brings it up. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's got. <laughs> then that's all you can think about. He's got an yeah. oversized pocket knife the size of a short sword. It's great. <laughs> um. <clears throat> yeah, and just you know, uh, it's gonna be dangerous, but V would feel better with Suyana there to watch her back. You know. Yeah. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, nudge. All right. So that's easy enough. V runs by Lester's old house to find Jeremy uh, sitting on the ground, crisscross, or legs crisscrossed, and crisscross episode. Yep, and engrossed in a book. And in fact, uh, let me just roll a quick perception for him at disadvantage to see if he even notices her enter the room. That's right. Jeremy's under PCs because he's a he's a big boy. It's right, he is. <laughs> Perception at disadvantage. Eleven. Um, yeah, it it even spooks him a little bit. So like, as soon as V opens the door, he like he flinches. Like, what? Oh, hey, uh, hi. Hey, you've been missing for a while. Have I? Oh, I just wanted to sit down and skim this book really quick. Mm-hmm. And then he like holds that. He looks down the spine of the book like you do to, to check your progress, and he's like three quarters of the way through and went, oh, um, oops. <laughs> uh, I didn't mean to uh, be gone that long, but this book's super interesting. Uh, it's about, you know, like the war I fought in. Oh, um, that's interesting? Question mark? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's interesting to read, like, a history book about my life, you know? Like, people are looking back. Although, I get the impression that this book was written by someone uh, on the court side, not on my side. So it's a, it's a bit mean, but it's interesting. Just want to make a quick check for Fee to see if she'd think of something. I have to switch. Oh, no, or... she's not going to think of it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um... Well, the gang has a plan for this whole war thing, um, and everybody noticed you were missing, and we could use your help. Oh, yeah, that's a great idea. Uh, I'll just hold on to this, and he'll quickly look around for, like, a loose paper and find an envelope and use that as a bookmark. Mm-hmm. As one does. Yeah. All the time. Well, that's not even sarcastic. Yeah. That's what you do. It's whatever's <laughs> laying around. Yeah. A sheet of paper, envelope, uh, scratch paper. Receipts. Receipts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's like whatever the fuck's laying around. Anything but dog-earing the page, because dog-earing the page is not acceptable. Yeah. yeah. That's immoral. <laughs> <laughs> You're a bad person if you do that. <laughs> You're a bad person if you dog-ear the pages of the book. Whistles as I hide all my books. But I don't even read physical books, so not a problem. <laughs> CJ, CJ, I want you to know if that's true, you're a bad person. <laughs> yeah, I figured. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't read anymore. It's don't, all just fucking old books. Don't mean to that. get all political in this podcast, but god damn it. <laughs> hey, I audiobook, okay? Yeah, me too. <laughs> so I don't want to hear any shit. <laughs> okay. okay. I've got something of Abe's Nightmare. Mares here. I, I went to school with a guy who used to mark his uh, place in a book by taking a permanent marker oh. and making a dick mark for it to stop. I'm sorry. What? Oh, that hurts I, me. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> Is that person still alive? Um, 
I, I believe he actually did go to jail at one point. So. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. <laughs> For writing in his books with permanent marker, you bet your ass he did. Uh, like, did he get, like, the very edge of the page? Because, like, otherwise you probably, like, wouldn't really be able to see very well, like, where in the book your mark is. No, he didn't. Oh, no, he made a check mark over the last word he read. Oh. 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 I'm gonna throw that something. That is a whole different thing. <laughs> That's even worse than I thought. Yeah. yeah. I was imagining the same thing Ian was. You know, just take a little sharpie mark on the corner of the page so you can see it from outside. But nope, even worse than that. This is even more traumatizing than the behind the scenes talk. His name was Damien. Alright, well, it sounds like he's he already got his comeuppance. I'm just <laughs> disturbed and troubled by the. The new, this uh, turn of events, this knowledge. Hey, D and D, or I've traumatized everyone. We need to escape from this horrible new reality we live in. <laughs> okay, so V has gotten uh, Jeremy, who's a good person, who grabbed whatever he could use as a bookmark and didn't, you know, deface the book in any way. <laughs> but he's bringing it with him, and he will leave it sitting on the counter. Okay. In the DNR office, in fact, uh, surely there's yeah. a. I mean, she, she'd walk in and be like, "I found him." <laughs> Ta-da. Is it evening time? You said. Uh, at this point, yeah. Like everyone's preparing okay. for the uh, the day. The... She, she'd actually go to visit Cheddar at that point. In that case, then. Okay. So he, yeah, he's oh boy. because this is like early evening. Like he's mm-hmm. he's getting up and he's. He's just waking up. He's in his little house, and he hasn't left as he frequently does at night. And I think she'll just like. I imagine even if she sits like cross-legged on the floor, she's kind of still like at, at eye level height with the house. Almost. <laughs> yeah, at best. Mm-hmm. And she'll be like, "Hey there, bud. We've, we've got to talk." What's going on? We're all we're all going to be marching out with an undead army to fight the cobalt army that's camped outside the city. That sounds pretty serious. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking you and Choppy here should probably stay behind. I mean, I think I could help. I mean, the magic is useful, but you are also very small. Yeah, but you would keep me safe, right? Ken, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> he wants to help. <laughs> I suppose we could rig something up in my armor or something. Are are you sure though? Yeah, yeah. Here, here, follow me. I'll show you something. And he will skitter towards the the door to the office that you're in. She will follow, and he will lead her out of the front door outside of the office. And okay. he will find a rock on the ground and cast Eldritch Blast on it. And he re- oh my god! <laughs> and uh, Who did you sell your soul to, Cheddar? And he rolled really well. And yeah, so out of this tiny mouse, a bolt of force escapes it and <laughs> smacks this rock and launches it and embeds it into an adjacent wall. And he looks and up at V. V is now questioning her parenting choices in life. <laughs> and uh, 
No? Do you know how proud... Did you see how hard he launched that rock into that wall? Do you know how proud she is in this moment? <laughs> and he didn't miss? It's great. And he didn't miss, Heyman. Jesus <laughs> you mean he didn't need to take, like, a practice shot first? Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. didn't need a practice shot or a warning shot. Yeah, he didn't he give just... the rock a warning shot. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's just reckless and, and, and unnecessary. <laughs> I think she's just going to kind of blink a couple of times. Yeah, we'll work something out with the armor, I think. Okay. And he'll skitter back Ooh. into the office. I wonder if we can make mouse armor somewhere. Um, well, a certain somebody's brother is a blacksmith. It yeah. might take a little while. Unfortunately, yeah. you're scheduled to leave in like within a couple hours at most. <laughs> Jamie, you have two hours to make some armor for a little mouse. You can't... There's no time to ask questions. <laughs> uh, reaction gifts in chat. It's always good. <laughs> Alright. I see no problem. As always, <laughs> no one asked any questions about what the hell uh, Cheddar was moonlighting about. So I I okay, so here's the thing. Amy knows it's probably not great that he's got warlock spells. V's just like, hey, magic is magic and he can shoot badass bolts of force out of his body. Like, let's go. And none of the rest of us are there to know what happened. Exactly. I very much appreciate the link you posted there, Ian. <laughs> oh yeah. If you scroll down, there is no armor. Hell yeah. Googling okay, now I gotta look. <laughs> That's... No, this this work is incredible. That's amazing. Now, oh, Dragon God. Cat. No oh, God. Because it's small, I would bet that Jamie, as a semi-skilled blacksmith, could quickly make some armor. However, it would not look good. It would not have yeah. all this intricate detail. He would basically just make a little, like, hemisphere. <laughs> or half pipe of metal, and and if it's copper, you don't even need to like heat it up. You can just start hammering it. Yeah, and even if he's got thin enough steel or something, he could do the same. Oh yeah, because it's he's little. Hmm. I mean, um, she would very seriously approach Jamie and be like, "Hey, yo, I got this mouse friend. I need some <laughs> armor for this pronto. <laughs> I mean, need some armor for him. Can you do?" <laughs> And, um, let's have you roll persuasion for that, actually, because it's a very weird request, and I'm not sure how confident he is in his own skills for such an odd request. He, he can he can make shovels all day long. He can make axe heads all day long, but yeah, custom mouse armor? Like, okay. <laughs> it takes a lot of measurement and a lot of refinement. Yeah, and... 12? And he's like, hey... That's not enough to. It's it's more about convincing him of his ability at this for this role. So when she gives him that, his his reaction is, ah, I'm not sure I can. That sounds like more work for a jeweler or something. I don't know. That's Liam. Liam, come boost your brother's confidence over here for a second. Um, <laughs> uh, um, I mean, he's he's the blacksmith of the family, not me. Yeah, um, I mean, you're a bad brother. Oh, <laughs> that's not in, that's not in character. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> wow, rude. That's <laughs> quickly. I'm apparently in a mood today, guys. I had a coffee on the way home from work, and I think that went straight to my head. Okay, like evening coffee is a bad idea. <laughs> Boy. I, I mean, I have another session after this, so I have to be able to just, like, Okay, yeah, that's through. fair. That's fair. So, that session's gonna be really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, Okay, so, most... I think the bigger issue in Jamie's mind is the short notice more than anything. And he'll explain that and say, like, hey, you know, it sounds like an interesting project, but this is something we need to, like, you know, work hard at, especially if you want it to be functional. Um, hey... As a person who makes clothing, would Liam be able to make, like, a little pouch or a pocket for V's uh, overshirt that uh, Cheddar could sit in and he could be protected by her armor? I would say yes, pretty easily. Um, if, if you got a roll for a sewing kit... Uh, I would say, like, anything above, like, a three or four would be a, like, yeah, you... I have a disguise sew. kit. Yes, sure, we'll use that, because okay. it's got, like, sewing and stuff in it. So, right. let's roll disguise kit. 18. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. You do a fantastic job. You manage to do it in such a way that the armor won't, like, squish him to death or anything, so that's good. Mm -hmm. but, and he can still move pretty well. <laughs> yes. So, Just perfect. don't, don't take any blows to the chest and uh, Cheddar should be fine. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Liam. <laughs> so, with, a, with a side eye at Jamie. <laughs> it's just a little cloth pocket. He doesn't have armor or anything, but now you now have a, a pocket mouse. That's good. Now, Choppy. Are you leaving Choppy two behind? Days, oh, two boy. days later, you are getting one of those little mousy plate armors. Oh, absolutely. Yes. J Jamie's not, like, opposed to the idea. He's just not confident he can pull it off, especially on short notice. That's fair. You know what? If he's willing to take his time and do it right, she will pay him handsomely with her, like, 30-something gold. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Wait, it might actually be more than that. Give me a second. My inventory... No, two. I have, like, 200 gold. Yeah, I will pay him handsomely for that. Fantastic. Oh, that's right. We actually do have a fair amount of money. Yeah, I'm um, going to spend all of mine on mouse. Yeah, you, you actually managed to do your day job a little bit, but only because your your moonlighting resulted in some day job stuff. Mm -hmm. It's um, almost like that was planned. Uh, okay, no, the, so the plan was for it to be in reverse. The plan was for you to yeah. be doing day job stuff, and then you like maybe investigate some of the spooky stuff for fun, but it took over the whole campaign. <laughs> <laughs> and at this point, if we don't do the spooky stuff, we may not have a day job. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just, uh, I just felt like I needed to keep it, keep escalating it. <laughs> um, oh, hey, look, Jeremy's book's on the map. Uh, yeah. I mean, Cheddar's, uh, not Cheddar, but Choppy's a pretty easy one. Oh, wow, it's actually raining pretty good out here. I feel um, like Choppy should get the same decision Cheddar did. Um, that is entirely on you. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm going to disappear for a second because it's actually raining fairly heavily, and now I have about a dozen windows that I need to close. Okay. <laughs> so. Okay. So you want V to have, like, a custom pocket for Choppy to rest in? No, 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 no. Um, she would like if she would like uh, if Cheddar doesn't mind being the communique for the moment because Choppy has not, I think, presented signs yet of magic. Um, <clears throat> she no, would like 
uh, Cheddar to be the communicate the the translator, uh-huh. and she would like to ask Choppy if he'd rather stay behind. Um, Choppy would rather be with V. His opinions huh. on the battle part or the war part are he has no context and he doesn't really understand, but he just wants to be with V. Okay. That's kind of his okay. his one desire at the moment. Okay, that is easily rent. I mean, is, okay, is he comfortable being strapped, like, to her leg, as per usual? Uh, he doesn't remember ever being like that. He's willing to try. Okay, well, we'll try it out right now. Listen, we have to get this stuff figured out, like, too sweet. Okay, so she's so. gonna strap Choppy and maybe do some burpees and some high knees and... Yeah, and, like, <laughs> you know, some quick, like... Feet shuffling, like, dee, 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 you know? Yeah, I don't, exactly. The, um, yeah. Hmm. Oh, God. I have so many character sheets open, because every time we interact with a new character, Choppy's character sheet. <laughs> this is why I rolled. Um, let's see. rolled stats <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't even know what I want to roll. I, I guess I'll roll athletics to see how disorienting this is to him. Mm-hmm. 19. Not at all. He's fine. He's good. Okay. Perfect. Good. This is comfortable. Okay, my boys are taken care of. I'm good to go to war. Let's do this. I was a little worried that he'd be like made really dizzy by by this because you're like moving around a lot. But it turns out no, he's fine. That's all right. Good. I like to think that um, Hamish has had latched onto that idea of making a tabard for Jeremy earlier in the day, and then after he like made a homemade tabard for Jeremy, he searched around for some other cloths and made like homemade cord tabards for everyone uh including cheddar and choppy (laughs) (laughs) all right uh let's have you roll Uh, i'm guessing he would borrow the disguise kit from liam in order to achieve this no i think he like has gone around and just like grabbed undershirts and towels and just any kind of like cloth he can find and he's kind of like just drawing a cord symbol on it (laughs) he's just painting it. it on um, and then he's like probably like written everyone's name on the tabards somewhere, <laughs> and like these will be like V, and then underneath it'll say Barbie, and then he'll cross that out and put fighter. <laughs> <laughs> she glares at it when she sees it. Like, oh, okay. Would have preferred just like a number or something, but that's fine. <laughs> All right, so um, let's roll for art quality. I suppose I'm curious to know how childlike this is. <laughs> Uh, what am I rolling here? <laughs> I don't know. Sleight of hand, I guess. <laughs> I hope it's like super realistic. Oh, I, yeah. I hope for it. three. Nope. This <laughs> is pretty yes. <laughs> Uh That would have been it so good. It basically looks like it's been drawn on in crayon by a toddler. <laughs> well, yeah. Except he painted it on with a brush, but he's never held a brush before in his life. <laughs> Painting is not his art. Brewing is his art. <laughs> yes, yeah. but he's really proud of this work. Yeah, the the symbols are vaguely recognizable as symbols of cord, and you can read the words, though they're kind of off. And I imagine there was a few failed attempts at spelling that are crossed out. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, yeah. There's one that says court, and then it's crossed out and says cord. <laughs> Oops. Uh, that's hilarious. I love that. Jeremy, of course, would wear that proudly. He's very touched that, that Hamish would, would be this considerate. And all things considered, despite the art quality, it's a fresh piece of cloth, so it's a direct upgrade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
It's probably really hard to tell whether it's a symbol of Cordor or a symbol of Arathis, so, you know, nobody can have to worry about whether they're offending their god. Um, v will wear hers like a bandana. <laughs> <laughs> She'll, like, rip off the part with the symbol and just tie it around her head like a bandana. <laughs> yeah, so I'm comparing the symbols of Cord and Arathis, and they're like, I could totally envision a universe where they are indistinguishable, because awesome. one's a fist holding a lightning bolt, and the other appears to be a gear, and so awesome. I I could imagine where his attempts to draw the knuckles end up looking gear-like, and vice versa, the gears end up looking like knuckles, and it's just, it's impossible. Because <laughs> there's cord... Uh. I am now very happy that I closed all my windows because it is coming down really good right now. Oof. You know, the weather report yep. said there was supposed to be rumblings and I have not heard any thunder all day. Um, apparently they came to my end of the country. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> came all the way around. Okay, so we have a religiously nondescript holy symbols, I guess. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right, so we're all ready to go to war. Everyone's got fresh tabards to fit in. Uh, v has choppy and has a custom pocket to hold cheddar, and and we've invited Susie and the gang to go with. So let's hop over to my generic open area map I use for battle stuff, and let's get the ball rolling on that. So to start, Liam goes down with his marching orders, and gives it to the officer he spoke to before, a, a dwarf. The dwarf, yeah. the dwarf's reaction is more or less like, okay, it's weird to march like so close to a major invasion, but yeah, now that makes sense. We shouldn't be fighting on two fronts, and then we can be defensive when the next one comes. So he like he totally buys into it, and they begin. And the curfew is successful, and all of the paladins of court available to them which being a small town is not many but it's something so all, all the paladins basically form a line from the temple of court to the road heading east outside of fair bay and the undead army are a bunch of skeletons and zombies and not all of them are human like some of them appear to be like minotaur skeletons and like that the zombies are of all kinds of different races although they are like zombified so it's hard to tell sometimes but you can catch a glimpse of a pointy ear here or there and like i said some of them are quite tall and they they are marching in formation like very well and quickly this is like a full full war march it's fast and so like the, the the streets are thundering with this marching and even though there's a curfew along the road that they're walking along you see many here let me go back to fair bay <laughs> you see many windows open all the shutters are open and everyone's looking out to see what the hell all this thunder is going on about and you see various looks on their faces of shock and horror some of interest and you see children pointing at them and parents trying to cover their eyes it's it's a it's a whole spectacle even though this is supposed to be happening at at night for subtlety's sake but their marching is hard to miss <laughs> but 
because they're moving so quickly, at this pace, they will make it to the to the settlement within six hours, which is That's... significantly faster than you would make it. Which you, if you're doing like a full twelve or fourteen hour hike. That's how long it would take you, but they'll, they'll get there in six, which means, comparatively speaking, everyone in the group is going to have to jog to keep up. So, in fact, let's quickly roll some athletics checks just to see how well everyone keeps up, just so that we're aware. I'm just going to go with, I probably won't. <laughs> All right. Oh, dear. Susie. Yeah. Susie. Oh, I mean, Susie. I mean... Uh, v will help out Susiana. <laughs> <laughs> All right, athletics. Jeremy's, Cheerleading, you know? Uh, looks like everyone in the group is keeping up well, except for Susie, who's not, like, a marathon runner or anything. But V is happy to help. So this is kind of rough. Uh, who wants to roll for conditions? really quick. What's what's the backdrop of this? It's not going to slow anyone down. It's just mm, nine. So it's it nice to slow people down. <laughs> no, 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 no. Nine's not bad enough to slow uh, people down. It's overcast at night, which means it is black. There's no stars, no moon. It is a dark night, full overcast, which means there are torches and lanterns everywhere. And so as, as the army is marching along, there's periodic points of light. Um... The paladins of Cord have torches and lanterns, and they're there with you, and not with the army, but they're there to keep an eye on things. But the army themselves have, like, the cantrip light, or dancing lights, and many of them have them on their person, like on one shoulder. And it's it's a bit of a sight to behold. The army spanning across the road uh, is is like a... Looks like a bunch of fireflies as it spans across quite a while. And the dog may be barking here soon because someone walked in. <laughs> what was that? That was a subdued bark. <laughs> I was expecting something more egregious, but just got a little quieter. Woo. Oh, that's a good girl. Okay, back to painting the scene. So it's dark. There's no moon. Neither is it raining. And the army makes it there at around 2 in the morning. Right? Yeah. About 2 in the morning. Uh, Everyone at this point would be fairly tired, but this is what you signed up for. Um... As you can imagine, somewhere along the way, Jimmy would be complaining about how tired he is. (laughs) But otherwise... most people, the paladins especially, are pretty quiet pre this war. There's not a lot of chitter chat, and zombies tend to not talk much. Uh, very often, in the distance, you'll hear the dwarf yelling orders. And when you arrive, uh, there's you can see the settlement for a little while before you arrive, and pretty much as soon as you see the settlement. Lots of lights come up within the settlement, which most of it's underground, but above ground you start to see more and more torches as the army is marching. And they, the kobolds have a pretty impressive response time. By the time the armies meet, they, the kobolds are more or less ready. 
for them. So it's pretty much going to be a straight clash unless someone else, anyone in the party has something they wish to contribute. Um, Susie, for one, will be doing some support casting during this. Uh, let me look at the spell book. She will start with just a simple uh, like bardic inspiration on the army as a whole. But the Rat King also has his own things to cast, and he will be casting some support spells of him, of him, of his own. For not the least of which being bless, he, he can cast a mass bless upon many of them. And so that's where we start. Um, uh, if uh, I totally just remember this until uh, just remember this. Um, is there anybody in the party that would be carrying a torch? I imagine everyone's got at least one torch. Hmm. Let me check my inventory because <laughs> it's I don't have longer. an inventory, so I don't have a torch. But I do believe half orcs have dark vision, so I'm okay with that. That's true. I have ten torches. I have torches for everyone. <laughs> well, the only issue is if I'm holding a torch, I can't do a wheel with my axes, and that's a problem. You know. You can club things with a torch. That why? But I don't need. <laughs> okay. Um, if everybody else is holding torches, really the light will light the way for me. It's fine. All right. Uh, I think about halfway there, uh, Liam would slowly like start staying closer and closer to Jeremy and Jacoba. Um, and like the further we get from town, uh, the more nervous he's gonna start becoming. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I realized I was muted. Oh. And you actually, you actually answered my question, I think. Is it visible nerves? Uh, yes. Like, <laughs> So you yes. did, okay. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, just go and look over, like, uh, you doing all right there? I, uh, I, I don't like being out in the dark. Oh, uh, got you covered then. Where is it? Dancing ah, lights. Ah, wait, hold on. I think I have something better. Uh, yeah, dancing lights. Just gonna boop, 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 do that. I'm gonna cast. There we go. Four torch-sized lights. So mm. they produce, they appear as torches, lanterns, or glowing orbs that hover in the air for up to a minute, but you can just re-up it. And each light sheds light within a 10-foot radius. Dim light. Mm Mm-hmm. So just kind of scatter those bow. Yeah. Mm. Um, uh, Would Liam be able to see the zombies when the dancing lights popped up? Uh. Yes, you could see the zombies the whole time because they uh, many of them oh, have yeah. dancing lights of their own, which oh. in, in the dark is a bit of an image because it appears, it looks very much like um, like fireflies in the night, but they're attached to undead. Yeah, uh, that is not going to help uh, Liam's no. nervousness. <laughs> <laughs> well, you <he> tried. <laughs> 
And just for a little bit of flavor, because we're at the head of a zombie army here, Hamish is going to, like, at some point, be vigorously scrubbing any exposed skin so that, uh, like, all of the dead skin starts to look like it's peeling off and he starts to look like a zombie, too. <laughs> I love it. Rub a little dirt in it to, like, like make his skin look more dirty and rough. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I mean, I imagine V's probably near the back with Susie at this point. Just kind of like quietly, like a little bit grim, I think. Not not excited as people might imagine to, to get into this fight. Yeah, well, it's it's a bit of a clash. So, <laughs> uh, Jacobo would like to do one more thing. All right. Before uh, we do anything. So, <laughs> back in the day, uh... Susie and Jacoba had these cheesy little love, uh, pet names for each other. Oh, dear. <laughs> yeah. So he is going to... That's Dancing Lights. I don't want to do that. Gonna shoot her a little message. It's like, uh, you stay safe, all right, Starshine? Starshine. Oh, dear. Starshine. Um... I said, I said cheesy little nicknames. I wasn't lying. All right. So, roll some persuasion for me. Is this cute, or is this wildly inappropriate? <laughs> uh, probably inappropriate. Wildly inappropriate. Wildly Where is it? What am I? Uh, uh, persuasion? Yes. Where am I? Why is that not one? Um, oh, whatever. There it is. Eight. Oh, well. Uh, bit inappropriate, that's, yeah. I hate to do oh, well. That's the perception roll that you rolled. Is it? Oh. Oh. Yeah. So it is. Aha! I knew. I knew that was right. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I get for being a good person. This is what I get for being a good person. Uh, v gains inspiration. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that was a crit, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the, the perception check was an eight. The persuasion I check was a crit. I I'm sorry for the barfing. The listeners will now hear in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I like how that crit also was a one on the second roll. So. Yes, that is true. If it was disadvantage, he would have crit failed, and which would have still been an eight, but still crit failed. Whatever. Ah, <laughs> uh, love it. Uh, all right. Well, like, let's let's compensate V with inspiration. You you Thank did you. you did do the right thing. You called it out. <laughs> Thank you. I regret it. <laughs> uh, I don't know what Hamish was percepting. Oh, I was wondering if Hamish overheard that. It was a message spell, so it was a whisper ah, in her okay. brain. And in her brain. <laughs> uh, if she wants, she can respond. Uh, she will not. She'll just smile yeah. and like be a little comfort comforted by that because she doesn't know what to say. But at the same time, <laughs> it's kind of nice. So, so now we're here. Susie's gonna use a bardic inspiration on the army. And the Rat King will cast a Bless on the army, which are comparable in bonuses, but not in uh, use, because Bardic Inspiration is one time. So let's have... Alarm go up. Let's have someone roll for the party. So this is all going to be like group stuff. It's going to be more of a skill check challenge than an actual fight. So what we want... Um... I, I'd like to add that I think if Liam needs to do any skills 
for this situation. Uh, he's a little terrified of this situation, of what's going on. Um, and so I feel like any skill check he would have to do, I would say, would be disadvantaged on him. Uh, I would say most likely, yes. It Well, <clears throat> well it depends on the context, but I'd say more often yeah. than not. <laughs> so I will have Jimmy be the representative for uh, this this group. I will roll his... Uh, just roll a flat d20 for initiative on his part, which... God damn. What the Yeah! Hell? Jimmy! Jesus. Rolling a crit. Yeah, well, the zombie... Now zomb- we gotta roll up with the zombies. And, and your zombie... Well, the zombie's got a 20. Oh, yeah, we should roll off. Uh, zombies, Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy goes first. Jimmy's uh, 100% first. I will give him, like, a 20.1 on that one. Or I'll just give him a... Yeah, 20.1. Okay. Uh, and then I will add uh, Liam, and he can be representative. And who wants to roll initiative for the party? Flat D20. Let's do this. 12. Uh, okay, not bad. So Respectable. Yeah, well, especially since in the turn order, all of you are above them. Well, I haven't rolled for the Rat King. Let's see what he has. 10? Okay, yeah. So it's pretty much you versus them in the turn order. Hmm. Which is interesting. All right. Rat King's 10. So we will start with Jimmy, who is representative of the gang. Which I suppose that's what he would call his his party, wouldn't he? <laughs> he, would call, he would call them the gang. <laughs> Which is embarrassing. But he's got... He's mis- probably called them my gang. My gang, my, my bro. Gang. Oh, he would, wouldn't he? <laughs> Team protein shake. Protein shake. <laughs> so, uh, even though, strictly speaking, he's a fighter, Jimmy fancies himself a bit of a rogue. So he and Mr. Honorable are going to basically spend their turn uh, trying to sneak and flank. And so I will have Jimmy roll a stealth check. 12. Not bad, uh, but not amazing either. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Alright, so that's them. The zombie army is going to spend this first turn simply marching forward. And they're not quite at clashing yet. Alright, now for the party. So, so far the situation quite hasn't happened yet. There's a bit of, there's a small buff from Susie on your army. The other army is yet to move. And a look, and Mr. Honorable and Jimmy appear to be trying for a flank maneuver of some kind. So, what does the party want to do for skill check? Or attacks, or magic, or whatever you want to try to make this war go better? I mean, I feel like V would probably march with the army, because that's where she's going to be the most help. Alright. So, Mm -hmm. with like a little axe salute, she'll see, it'll just be like, well, see you guys on the other side. And she'll go running up with the rest of, over here, I guess. I think Hamish will be hanging back to fire spells from range. Um, Liam is not going anywhere fucking close to them. I think Jacoba would follow suit and uh, flank off like uh, Mr. Honorable and Jimmy. 
All right, and Jeremy is going to be wherever Hamish is. All right. So. And, and as she's running up, it'll kind of be like a, a look down at her two boys and be like, "You ready, guys?" And and uh, Cheddar. They both start with CH. I realized, and my brain short circuited mm-hmm. there for a second. <laughs> Cheddar. Uh. Will nod and convey the question to Chappie, and Chappie will also nod. Aw. <laughs> uh, before she goes, I would like to use uh, Bear's Endurance on V. 2d6 temporary hit points. Fantastic. So, let's roll for that. Excellent. I can do that. Uh. I can. I can do that. Yeah, go for it. I'll let you do it. Oh, wait, yeah, no, if you want to do it, you're casting a spell. That makes more sense. Uh, what is it? Slash roll? Uh, yeah. Yes. Seven. 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 Uh, yeah, you also had advantage on constitution checks for the next hour. Ooh, that might be useful. Uh, as long as Liam is able to stay focused on something. Well, yeah, and that might be a, a bit of trouble. So... I mean, he will get a nod of thanks regardless. <laughs> Perfect. So... Now it's the Rat King's turn. And... his He already cast Bless upon his army. His first action is to cast a Scorching Ray on the army uh, on the enemy army and he's going to uh let's just have him oh, god damn it now i need to open another character sheet because i forgot to open his <laughs> um skills i'm gonna roll a simple arcana bam six oh terrible the shots pretty much just strike the ground and start little fires in the grass and it, it lights things up a little bit, but he does terribly. So And Hamish goes, you call that a fire? That's a, <laughs> it's a warning shot is what that is. <laughs> he knows all about those. Alright, so we start with now it's the Cobalts, and they are not gonna march. They are instead going to uh set up formation and be more defensive but they are going to ready an action to attack when the army uh, approaches them and so first first full round not a lot of interesting things however we're back to the top I'm going to say actual distances don't entirely apply here but I'm going to have Jimmy and Mr. Honorable continue to flank although with the fire they are visible I will have Jimmy roll stealth because this is lower. Um, stealth. Stealth. There it is. Jeez. 16. Okay, much better. Much better. I think everyone's uh, attention is drawn by the fire. So they're they're doing pretty well. And I think next round they're going to be able to do some interesting things. Because they're going way out wide. And this is the scale of a battlefield. So they are full, full run. Um, I want to say Jimmy's Naruto running. But... It's, oh, God. So, but it's dark, so you can't see. <laughs> but just so that everyone knows. <laughs> so the zombies are going to uh, 
march forward, zombie army, and now they officially clash. So I'm going to, because these are armies represented as individual tokens, I'm going to have them roll flat with whatever bonuses are given to them versus an AC of 10, and whatever damage is dealt is losses to their total count. So for this one, it's an 8, but Susie gave them a bardic inspiration. Plus 3, that hits. So, let's have them roll uh, a d10 for damage. Five. So, not a lot, of, not a lot, but the first blood has been drawn. And because the Cobalt had ready in action, they were going to do the same with the same bonus. And they miss. Wow, they they're, they pretty much just got hit by zombies and a few of them died. Not, not a very impressive retaliation on their part. So, the imagery here is the zombies have been marching non-stop since Fairbay and they finally clash and they get a few good hits in while the kobolds are attempting to set up a phalanx and because they're focused on their shields they don't strike back even though they should have they really should have but they managed to knock out a few on the edges it is now the party's turn dnr what will you be doing uh, v i assume is just with the army yeah, um, I mean, I think if she can see the Rat King, she's gonna kind of, like, try to get off, like, get at him instead. Okay. Because, uh, she let him go last time, and now, uh, now she's regretting that, so... So, let's have you roll in I athletics mean, really quick. Okay. Because see... I was going to say, she's not trying to be stealthy. Like, she's just, yeah, like, no. sledding off from the army. Exactly. And just, it's like... a question of, can you get there fast enough before he can, like, scoot out of the way or get there within a short amount of time, basically? Uh, you have an inspiration. You can crit. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. <laughs> so, immediately burning inspiration. You get a crit. You managed to get all the way up to him. And... Mm-hmm. So now go ahead and roll an attack, and let me pull up the Rat King. Okay. I do. Yeah, let's do this. Uh, do I remember how to do this? Yes, I do. Oh, it's right here. Battle Axe. <laughs> Battle Axe. And is your offhand choppy? Sorry? Is your offhand attack choppy? No, my offhand attack is my other Battle Axe. Oh, that's right. You got a second Battle Axe. Uh-huh, and there's no penalty, because I've got the dual-wielding and all that Perfect. So, so I'm just gonna roll my battle axe a second time, I guess. <laughs> All right. So, 19 hits. You deal four damage, mm-hmm. which is not very good damage, but that's okay. Every little bit counts. Yes. She's still warming up. Yeah, yeah. It was a warning okay. shot. Uh, and 14 hits, and that deals 10 damage. That's much better. Woo-woo. So V has successfully put a couple cuts into him. Mm-hmm. Rat King. Or the rest of the party. What about the rest of us? What's about the wait, rest of the party? Wait. Sorry, I I got all caught up in like normal combat. <laughs> rest of the party. What's the rest of the party doing? Um. Well, it's <laughs> Liam's turn, and he needs to make a concentration check to see if he uh uh keeps the spell going. And does this have concentration checks? That is a Constitution saving throw. Yes. It's a con save with the DC of plus whatever damage you were dealt usually, right? Uh, yes, but this is for his ADD. Yes. Um, question? Yes. Yes? Does the Rat King have to make a concentration save for Bless? No. Okay. Yes, maybe. Yes? Uh, uh, hold on. I, I just don't know if, like, with the mass combat check. stuff. 
Let me double check. <laughs> Since he's the one casting it. Uh, uh, yes, it it's concentration. concentration. All right. Well, in that case, I must roll two concentration checks for him. Um, he may very well fail these. Oh, those constitutions not bad. So the DC is eight plus ten. damage, or is it ten plus? Damage? Uh, it's ten eight. or half the damage, whatever's higher. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so the first one was. So yeah, ten for both. Twelve, ten. Yes. He he succeeds yeah. both. Oh well, worth a shot. Barely on that second one though. <laughs> well, yeah, it was meat to beat. Mm-hmm. Uh. So Liam is going to do that. Uh, I don't. We never set a DC. <laughs> no, uh, we did not. Uh, let's set it at twelve. Okay. Uh, either way, that is a failure. Uh, yeah. Nope. Right. Uh, so I'm sorry, V. Uh, you lose your temporary hit points. That's fine. Listen, we knew um, this was all temporary. <laughs> I think with the fire shooting up out of the ground and this whole situation, uh, uh, not that people can really see this, but I think just the color from Liam's face is just going to drain and he's going to be staring at it kind of deer in the headlights, not really able to do anything because he's really fucking scared right now. Alright. Uh, so, Hamish and Jeremy and Jacoba. So, okay. let's have Jacoba... I'm guessing Jacoba's gonna do more of the same so you can just roll a stealth check while Hamish does his thing. Um, where, where, where's, where's my thing? Uh, gonna hop right there. Skills. Oh. oh shit! Roll twice. Uh, the first one was great, fantastic. You're a shadow in the night. Hamish. Hamish is gonna use this mantle of the phoenix and essentially burst into flame, and his eyes will start glowing like coals. And then he's gonna hurl scorching rays um, into the zombie army and one off at the rat king. All right, perfect. Uh, those are. To hits, right? Uh, Rage, I believe, our attack rolls. Yeah. They are. Yeah. Into the zombies? Two into the zombies, one into Rack King. Two into the zombies and one at the Rack King. Is that, is that a part of his cape, or is that, like, something that Hamish can do? Uh, the Scorching Rays? And yeah. the Phoenix Cloak? <laughs> that, oh, the Mantle of the Phoenix is something Hamish can do, and then the Scorching Rays just a spell. Okay. Okay. I think it's a sorcery thing, the mantle. Hey. I never know how to do this. Is that a... Yeah. Okay. 17. So, uh, I'm, I'm guessing the first two went to the kobolds and the last one yeah, went was, into... Yeah, okay. I said zombies, I meant kobolds. <laughs> Well, yeah, the, the army. The <laughs> oh, army. Yeah. He forgets. Ah, zombies and attacks wait, your own army. Which side are we on? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't like either of those armies clashing right now. Okay, so. Uh, minus. So, the only one of the Scorching Rays actually hits the Cobalts. So, minus five for that, and the... Actually, it's a plus three to both of those damages for the Phoenix Mantle as well. Oh. So, another three down. So... Hamish is able to, like, 
basic strafe these scorching rays and knock out several of the kobolds. And the third one hits the Rat King dead on and hits him for a good 10 damage, which is nice. <sighs> However, this is where the Rat King gets to take a turn. And it's not going to be pretty. He's going to cast a fireball. Oh boy. Fire. Like a proper fireball. Uh, is there any... Uh, what is this? It's a... 20 foot radius? Yeah, yes. 20 foot. Oh boy. So there is a place where he can hit V and the enemy army. and But not himself. And but, also his army. But also his army... But also the Rat King doesn't really care about that. So <laughs> for me. <sighs> Fuck, this is a lot of damage. Eight D6. What, 8d6? 8d6. Eight eight Alright, everybody. And only if we fail to save, right? So <laughs> Yeah, his There is a deck save involved. Um one of my players went down to a fireball a couple weeks ago. So. Yeah, it's it's a rough time. So V will have to make a deck saving throw. Okay. I I'll just DC I do that myself. Yeah. Okay. It's to see if you have half the damage. Ooh, nope. <laughs> I'm gonna roll a deck save for the two commanders of of your army, and then I'm gonna roll damage. And I wish everyone the best of luck. <laughs> Thanks. Dex save. Oh no. And the other one is another dex save. Wow, they are both not dexterous. Neither is he. <laughs> Fails. Well, well, no. Folden makes it. Um. So. Still standing. The Jesus. So barely, but I'm still standing. <laughs> yeah, with six hit points. So this is devastating, and this guy's dead. So the dwarf that you had spoken to is a burnt cinder, and the fireball he casts burns V very badly. She's standing, but ow, and it devastates both armies. Cobalt zombies just torched. This is... That's a lot of damage. <laughs> and the cobalts get to make an attack. And he had his concentration. They hit. Ooh. And they crit their damage. So they deal 10 damage to the army. Oof. Both armies are pretty fucked up. <laughs> mm. This this is a, a bad time. So, Jimmy's group. Uh, Jimmy and Mr. Honorable. We have made it back to the top of the turn order. Um, They don't have much movement speed left. So, they are going to continue to flank. And not engage the Kobold army. Susie is going to cast a healing or oh wait does she have a healing word because I forgot uh, cure wounds is touch and she's kind of far away um okay she does have a healing word 
and she can cast up to third level. But she's only got one. No, she's got a couple of third level spots. So she's going to cast Healing Word on V at third level. And Healing Word is a, what, a D4 per level? So it's 3D4? Plus her spell uh, modifier. So plus five. Okay, that's a good amount of healing. Twelve. Twelve twelve healing. Ooh, that was a bad roll. (laughs) Uh, The healing is healing. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, she she rolled two threes. It's just that one one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm at half hit points instead of almost dead, so I'm really not going to complain. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, it is the zombie army turn. They are... Their their ranks have been thinned significantly. They were... The fireball fucked them up. And then the kobolds, despite being also hit pretty hard by that, returned and took the opportunity to slay many of the undead. And they have begun chopping through, even though momentarily it looked like the kobolds were not doing well. <sighs> Alright. Rolling to hit. It hits. D10 for damage. Ugh, two damage. Oh, Jesus. They are... The kobolds are still not... They're, 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 they're holding. <laughs> they're holding. <laughs> Alright, party's turn. V. Well, I'm not super thrilled that this guy tried to burn me alive, Ken. <laughs> so I think we're going to smash him in the face a couple of times with my battle axes. Do you have So here's uh, the first one. An action surge? I do have an action surge and I have a second wind, so we'll be using both of those. Per- <laughs> uh perfect. So that hits 10 damage. Okay. Let's Next battle. Hit axe. him again. That misses. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Um, that's fine. Uh, so I'm going to start with the second win, which is a D10 plus my fighter level. Yes. So, in total, that's going to be eight. Okay. Because I just rolled the D10. Oh, gotcha. All right. Okay. Not bad. And then I'm going to use my action surge to hit him. Oh, wait, I can't do second win. I'm dumb. Oh, right, because your offhand is a bonus action. I always forget mm-hmm. that part. I don't have extra attack yet. I forgot about that much. That's next level, isn't it? Yep, it yes. is next level. Uh, okay, so we're just going to hit him again, though. I will action surge and hit him one more time. Does it give me a full turn or just a full action? action? One action. One action, so we'll just smack him in the face again. That's that a pretty good smack of the face. That was a pretty good <laughs> smack of the face. What's a 10 damage? Yeah. I'm rolling a lot of sevens on these d8s. <laughs> yeah. <it's... laughs> All right. Well, he's at less than half health, so and I'm not pulling as a result of being bloodied. So. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> However. Rest of the party. Uh, yes. God damn it! I keep forgetting. <laughs> <laughs> Rest of the party. Uh, well, Hamish didn't like that fireball at all, hitting his army and his friends, so he's going to get a good angle on the Rat King, and he is going to use Sorcery Point to quicken Agonazar's Scorcher so that he can fire off two of them this round. Oh boy. Uh, so that is, uh, what is it? That's, oh, Ken. That's, yeah. uh, Sorry. Dex save. He didn't roll his concentration save. Oh, you are correct. Sorry, I just... 
if we can drop that bless, I think that would be good for us. <laughs> Crit fail. Well, no, that's a dex. That's a dex. Hang on, it's a concentration. Uh, uh, I'm pulling up the wrong character sheet. I've got like ten character sheets open. <laughs> <laughs> Constitution. You're welcome. Oh, he passed. I got excited when I saw the the crit. He has but... two more. I hit him three times. <laughs> oh, you did. Uh, no, yeah. I hit him twice. I lied. I only twice. Hit him twice. Still. All right, that time it failed. No more blasts on the army. Although at this point, <laughs> it might be moot. They are. <laughs> so yeah, it'd be a dex save for each of the scorchers. All right. Well, I will tell you that the hunchback of Notre Dame over here is not terribly dexterous. I don't know what your DC is. How's 14 and 13? 13? Okay, so he succeeds one and fails the second. Okay. Uh, so half damage on the first one. And it didn't roll damage, did it? So I just rolled the damage separately? Oh, sure. Yeah. 3d8. Ah, dang it. Ow. Oof. Let's just do it this way. <laughs> 3d8. Plus, oh no, not plus anything. Half, half damage on that one. Yes. Oh yeah, plus three because it's still got the things. So that would be fifteen half to seven damage on the first one. Oh and shit! Wait, twenty-three damage on the second. Damn. So minus seven. Oh wait, your uh, your mantle gives you the three damage, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So thirty damage total. Oof. He is hurting. Though Hamish sprints up to get a better angle and launches two big fire beams directly at the Rat King, and they hit center mass and they fuck him up. He is near death. <laughs> so Jacova and uh, Jeremy's instead of following Hamish is going to stay by Liam and super happy. That uh, there was no warning shots this time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm uh, gonna hop up like right there. What do I have, even? Uh... Hello. 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 Uh, I I sound differently because the power just flipped. And oh no! My internet hasn't come back. Oh, uh, so you're on your phone yes. now? Yes. Okay. I think everything's coming back. Uh, so as soon as Discord reconnects and Roll Twenty reconnects, I'll be able to get back into this proper. And they said there was going to be thunderstorms today, and it's sunny out. <laughs> didn't see shit here. So. I don't know where I got daggers from, but I'm going to toss a couple. <laughs> um, I'm guessing that's at the Rat King? Yeah. Well, you're a kill... <laughs> You're a kill-stealing motherfucker. (laughs) 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 So wow, these are enough. You have to take my kill too. These a badass. She like 
cuts them to ribbons with her battle axes. Hamish comes in and casts these incredible like beams of fire that hit center mass. And as he's bleeding out, about to respond, Jacoba just throws a single dagger at him, lands him right between the eyes, and kills him. <laughs> uh, Jacoba is going to look at V and say, what? I was helping. And uh, give her a healing word. <laughs> So, like, begrudgingly, like, thanks. <laughs> I, I was helping. Man, mm-hmm. B was so close to, to death there for a second. I was. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> Bye, B. <laughs> so, removing the Rat King from the turn order. The war's not over, but you have cut the head off of the snake. So I mean, That is very important, to be honest. So... The Kobolds, without a commander, are going to do their last-ditch effort. Likely their last roll for the entire evening. Ah, and they totally flub it. So... And we're back with good quality. Perfect. So, the... The gang... Hmm? One of the army has inspiration. So, the the gang, Mr. Honorable and Jimmy, they decide to come up and clean house behind the kobolds. They were going to jump the Rat King, but you guys totally took that from them, which I don't think any of you are very sad about. They shouldn't have <laughs> taken so long to get here. <laughs> they were going around. Totally okay. heartbroken. All right. So, I will quickly roll for Jimmy and his pocket knife. Jesus Christ. Oh, I never actually gave him. Did you not even give him the pocket knife? No, I don't think I did. I don't see it here. It's basically a short sword. Easy. He hits. He knocks out several of them. And Mr. Honorable is going to clean house. Unless Mr. Honorable trips over his shoelaces or something stupid like that. (laughs) Which Fucking whiff it. That would be pretty funny, you know, this fucking spy master. You don't even know what he's capable of. <laughs> he just... <laughs> we know he's capable of being a cranky motherfucker. Well, yes. Pocket knife. Jesus you know what I realized? Huh? Cheddar hasn't Eldritch bolted a single thing this whole time. <laughs> yeah, well, you were busy, like, hacking and slashing. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. He hasn't been able to really get a clean shot. So, like, look what I can do, Mom. I'm not going to do it, but look what I can do. Yeah, Mr. Honorable comes in, cleans up the last of the kobolds. And they are... No, I don't want to edit. They are zero. If I can hit the right buttons. And Mr. Honorable cleans up the last of the kobold army. And that is the end of this war (laughs) maybe not the war but this battle at least so in case anyone wasn't catching on uh, the zombie dwarf was Hagar Hammerhand the paladin and the didn't hardly mention it but with him was Folden Fulthorn the other paladin of course Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. Hagar did not make it he was caught up in the fireball and he died again (laughs) <laughs> and the majority of the undead were knocked out. And in the 
last mo- or as things start to quiet down, as the last cobalt falls, Folden will run over to the crispy body of Hagar and just start to to cry. I think V is more concerned with the um, burns all over her body that have been partially healed. <laughs> like, ow. Uh, Jacoba's gonna rip this knife out of the out of the rat. <laughs> Just wipe it off on his pants. Look at V. Like, you you doing all right? That was that was nasty. Uh... Yeah, I guess I wasn't quick enough. Um... At least he's dead now, though. Well, we said that the first time, and uh, here we are. At that, V's going to chop off his head. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Well, I guess that works. (laughs) I was going to toss in the fire over there. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Oh, for a second I thought you meant Jacoba's head. I was like, I'm tired of your sass, bitch. This is just fucking (laughs) ending. Fuck. I mean, she could have. I, I, I played my part. <laughs> okay, that makes way more sense. So... I'm tired of your kill stealing ass. <laughs> that was once. That was the first time I killed a boss character. Yeah, and once you did good. It? And uh, it got hairy there for a second, but mm-hmm. it could have been much worse. So, uh, Susie's gonna cast uh, cure wounds on V for at third level her second and last for the day uh, so it's 3d8 plus 5 chances are that that cures everything that's missing <laughs> 19 oh yeah oh yeah damn that was a really good roll <laughs> oh god I had, I didn't realize you could go above your hit points no I'm just supposed to be at 36 <laughs> oh, well yes uh uh, she'll, she'll give Susie an appreciative smile and say thanks. That really helped out there. And Susie will walk up between V and Jacoba and give them that double-armed hug where she grabs each person in each arm and pulls you all close. <laughs> <laughs> and I... <laughs> Okay, yeah, that's cool. I mean, you know what? Let's just Let's just enjoy the hug. That's what I say. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> so okay, yeah. Okay, who's ready to kill these zombies now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is a zombie army here, and uh, well, one remaining zombie commander. The other one didn't make it. So I personally feel like it's a bad idea to turn around and start attacking the army. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, probably. So Jeremy is pretty close to Liam, and like has a hand on his shoulder trying to help make him more comfortable he's not sure if it's helping or not but he's trying that's all that matters that's all he can ever do um so as soon as the last cobalt goes down mr honorable who of course is dual wielding daggers will go well that was fun and he'll do that uh spinny thing and sheath them both at once what a fucking tool. <laughs> Can Jacoba turn around and just, like, start stabbing him? You could try. I don't know if anyone's going to help. <laughs> we'll, we'll see how well that goes for you. <laughs> and Mr. Honorable will be like, all right, so we loot now, right? 
and he nudges Jimmy like, come on. And he starts to wander off like toward the settlement. Um, would, as a note, uh, I will say as soon as Jeremy touches Liam, he's probably gonna like jump like two and a half feet in the air. And, uh, and, and Jeremy will do that like aggressive apologizing like, oh, sorry, sorry, I didn't mean to spooky. Sorry. Um, like too much. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't I don't know if Liam will actually say anything back. Like what? What's the look I on think, his face? Is he like just full fear or? Um, I think now that Jeremy's snapped him out of it, uh, it's not full fear anymore. Um, I I think it's uh, I almost I almost feel like it's it's kind of that like heavy breathing and expression you have after. Like, you've, like, spun your car around on sand or ice or something. Or when you wake up in a cold sweat from, like, a dream. Yeah. And, yeah, J- Jeremy does that, like, that vicious apology thing. And it, 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 because the look on his face is more like, like, holy shit, I just woke up from a scary dream. Jeremy will, like, carefully approach and be like, you all right, buddy? Um... I think uh, I think Liam just do like a small uh, small nod yes, and uh, he'll just kind of walk, kind of like walk off a little bit just to move and breathe and uh, yeah, just kind of come down from it a little bit. And um, Jeremy, being the puppy that he is, will be more or less on his heels, but more than arms length away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, if Liam's, like, pacing in circles, Jeremy will be behind him. Not sure how helpful that is to him, but Jeremy can't help it. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> so, unless he's directly told, like, hey, dude, just sit still for a second, he won't. <laughs> he, he's always on someone's heel. Alright, so, Mr. Honorable's off to go loot, as he put it. Um, Jimmy will look back and forth between Susie and Mr. Honorable, see that Susie's busy, and he'll fold his knife back <laughs> and follow Mr. Honorable. And this whole time, uh, the Folden is is weeping at the loss of his friend. Mm, I think after the hug from Susie, V would actually kind of like check down and be like, so how are you two doing? <laughs> we okay down there? At Talking the- to her... Her mouse and her axe. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Um, so, Cheddar has, after the battle, hunkered down in the pocket. And as soon as mm-hmm. V speaks up, uh, you see his little head poke out of the pocket. And he'll do a little head shake to, like, straighten out his hair a bit. And he'll mm-hmm. say, uh, doing pretty good. And okay. he'll automatically check on Choppy because you said both. And says, yeah, Choppy's doing good, too. Excellent. Oh, boy. What do we do next? Cheddar will even respond like, yeah, what? What about them? <laughs> and and Susie will actually have a similar response, like, and lean into V, like, yeah, they're, they're undead. We can't just have them laying around, right? Like, what do we do? I don't know. Um, seems wrong to just turn around and take them all out after that. Not gonna lie. Yeah, I agree. But also, there's not that many of them left. My gosh, is Susie suggesting we take them all out? <laughs> she is. Yes, they are undead after all. 
Then, like, begrudgingly, what do you think, Jacoba? It would help if I wasn't muted. <laughs> mm-hmm. I am very tired, okay? Right, right. <laughs> this is uh, trouble as old as time. Uh, who I have? Uh, well, natural selection didn't work the first time, so we, we probably should do something. Or we could just turn loose in that village up there. They were preparing for a battle when we found them, right? So they uh, thought well, there's a war to be fought. They were training for a battle. Yeah, we'll send them yes. to Paladin over every other, every once in a while and make sure that they're not fighting a battle. Because if they were fighting a battle, then. Oh boy. So I saw. So whatever happened this, uh, this, um, kind of conscience debate over there. Hamish is going to go over towards... Is Fulton the one that's still alive? Yes. Well, undead. And he is going to, like, uh, go over there to commiserate him on the loss of his friends. He's going to reach out his hand to pick him up and uh, accidentally unleash burning hands on Fulton and the the army. (laughs) I'm Oh my god! All right. Okay, wait. I want to see. I want to see if B notices this happening, like the backdrop to this conversation. <laughs> Isn't it okay to just like? Hamish just them? fucking. <laughs> Hamish is just burning them to the crisp. I think it's just what over. He's like, I'm so sorry. I lost your friends. He reaches out his hands, and a 15 foot cone of flame shoots <sighs> out oh, and emulates everything in front of him. Uh, that'd be a dexterity saving throw for Folden and for the army. Uh, Alright, the army succeeded, Folden did not. What's the damage on that? Uh, the damage just... is going to be... Nine. Uh, nine damage, half for the failed save. Oh, right. Uh, so... Four. And... That's nine. And Folden will respond violently, as one might imagine. <sighs> <laughs> Should we roll initiative? Usually, as Folden responds violently, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, to happen. Folden's uh, gonna get an attack, and everyone's gonna have to roll uh, initiative again. Right. However, yeah. uh, Jimmy and Mr. Honorable are not here. They've already left. So, um, he hits. Oh no! He's got a great sword, by the way. <laughs> oh no! A magical great sword. Uh, he hits. Hamish, I'm fair. I'm quite confident his AC is not 23. It is not. So he definitely hits, and he hits for nine damage. And um. he is a high level fighter, so he gets to attack again. Oh, he's actually a paladin, but he gets to attack <laughs> again. So, oh, that one was much worse. 18 Jeez. hits, I'm sure, right? Uh-huh. And 13 damage. Hamish is still standing. Just. Yeah, Hamish. <laughs> Alright. One life. Everyone, roll initiative. Oh, Hold that's on. good. Let me, let me bring back up the turn tracker and let me just remove everybody from that. Hamish has already rolled. Oh, I got an 18. One. What? Oh, God. Wow, Folden's not gonna make it. He he got his swipe in. <laughs> <He's>... <laughs> um, why 
Oh, I understand why my initiative didn't work. I had Hamish click to check his health points. Oh. (laughs) Oops. So the 18 is actually mine. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Oh. Okay. That's my bad. Sorry, guys. Let me just fix that. You should always roll initiative for me. Hey, no problem. You want me to roll again? I can assure you it won't be as good. (laughs) All right. uh, Hamish can roll now. Oh, hang on. Why is that saying? It's telling me I'm attempting to use a roll command looking for the value of a select token. You have to select your token first. Yeah, select Hamish token. That's what I did wrong, is I had Hamish's token selected for my initiative. Oh, there we go. Oh, God. (laughs) It was even better. You know what? You sure you want me rolling for you, Rob? Okay, I said everyone roll for initiative, but what I meant was Hamish kill this guy. (laughs) (laughs) Just finish the job. uh, yeah, Hamish is going to uh, basically stumble back under this um, onslaught, and uh, as he kind of stumbles back, he unleashes another um, another blast of burning hands. So, deck saving throw. Alright, well, army fails. Folden fails. Full damage for both. Five. Ooh, I'm going to re-roll that with the, um, what's it called? Part of my mantle of flame thing. Oh. Oh no, no, it's not. It's my meta magic thing. Empowered. Mm. When I roll for damage, I can spend one sorcery point to re-roll a number of the damage dice up to my charisma modifier. So I'm going to re-roll those two ones. That wasn't oh. much better. That doesn't matter. That's, yeah. That six is exactly yeah. his hit points. Plus a three, so five, nine. Alright, well, it, that didn't even matter. Six was exactly what he had left. And he's down. You've burned him to a crisp. You've done the same to the zombie army. So. <laughs> in- and then he's gonna look up and go, oops. And then he's gonna, like, drop to one knee because he's only got one hit point left. Yeah, so <laughs> Hamish accidentally wiped out the remaining scraps of an army and its commander. The commander got a couple <laughs> swipes in with its magic greatsword. <laughs> Which, by well, the way, that's that problem handled. Which, by the way, is now available for looting. He has a great sword plus one. If only it was an axe. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is Vim the only one in the party who would use it? Uh, yes, yes, I think you're the only one who can use it. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else can. There's nothing in Five E that says you literally can't. You'd just be bad at yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. is the only one who could use it effectively. Yes, <laughs> that's correct. But it's not an... Oh my goodness, this is such a dilemma. It's not an act. Uh, Jacobo will pick it up so he can sell it later. Uh, and Hagar had a mall plus one. What Why you... are you hurting me in this way, Ken? <laughs> do you have any idea what a mall rolls? <laughs> it, I do. It rolls 2d6. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah? just like a greatsword. Yeah. Except it's blunt. And the great axe, I think. It's a big fucking hammer. Yep. Now, unfortunately, nobody was carrying any good armor. The Cobalt had the bronze armor, but it's like the size of human children, nearly, and it's bronze, so... It's... And didn't have some decent armor on him? Hmm? Did the Undead Paladin not have a decent armor on him? <laughs> no, neither of them had good armor. They were in rusted scraps. The, the weapons they were carrying, on the other hand, were, like, hmm. their great weapons from the glory days. 
Like Chikovo will take them both and sell them, probably. Yeah. Uh, unless you Can really want to bury them both. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll assume so. Wait a minute, hold on. Being um, an being an elf gets some it's, weird shit. It's it's D and D. We don't worry about that part. The, the encumbrance. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, <laughs> long swords, rapiers, and short swords. That's it. Damn. Not great swords or mauls. V's the only one who could. Effectively. This and... hurts me. Like as a player, this hurts me because I would love nothing more than that plus one maul. Hey, hey, do you know who else could wield it effectively? Jeremy. Jimmy. Oh god. Jimmy Fuck could. Jimmy. No. Fuck it. Fuck it. I'm giving the maul to Jimmy. Hey, Jimmy. Although Jeremy, <laughs> Jeremy could wait, wait, wait. too. He is a martial yeah, class. Yeah. What what weapons can Jeremy use? Um, he is a homebrew a class skeleton. called Warlord, I believe. Um, Jesus Christ, I've got too many characters in the look. He has proficiencies with simple and martial weapons. That means he can wield a great sword. He would rather wield a great sword than a maul. Oh, I kind of want to get a maul, but can he even yeah. like hold? He can oh. hold it. His strength is ten. <laughs> He gets his proficiency modifier, so... And it's a plus one sword, so he gets plus one. Fuck it, he's giving the sword to Jeremy and the maul to Jimmy. Hell yeah. I have to give Jimmy the maul. I'm giving Jimmy the maul. Well, you have to chase him down, he's off looting. I'll hold yeah, it for he, him. Jimmy, Jimmy doesn't really want the maul, is what I'm hearing. I'll, I'll hold it for him. <laughs> I was playing any other fighter. Okay. Why do I have to give my characters an aesthetic? <laughs> Jeremy, look at that. He's got a proper weapon and not just his bare hands. We gave him a crossbow. Oh, that's Didn't right. We? It is in here. Yeah, he's got that too. I forgot about that part. Yeah, he's more dex based. <laughs> but hey, he's got a he's got a plus one greatsword now, so that's awesome. Hmm. <laughs> so, Jimmy and Mr. Honorable are underground right now. And Susie is a bit unsure on which direction to go because she likes all of you, but, you know, Jimmy's technically like the one paying her. But mm -hmm. before that, Susie will burn through another level 2 slot because she's out of level 3 slots to cast a Cure Wounds. She saved her level threes for the real important to the people in her heart. Well, she didn't know <laughs> Hamish was gonna attack. You know, no, no, no. Not, I, I, that's why I clarified in her heart. Hamish is an important person, just like yeah. Hamish, Hamish just—he didn't attack. He was comforting, uh, but then sneezed and but violently, <laughs> but sneezed fire and murdered yeah. murdered an army. <laughs> you don't know it, it, it happens. <laughs> Don't you hate it when it happens? Don't you hate it yeah. when you accidentally burn an entire army to death? Now, the the army yeah, was, I mean, was post a devastating battle and was barely on its feet, but psh, details. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> right? Now, if that was an army of vampires, we'd get emails, but I bet that zombies aren't held in such high esteem. That, that is true. Oh, dear. Cora, why are you barking? Hey, hey, come here. Come here. I think Cora needs a suit of armor like the cat armor. <laughs> 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 
So my dog could use a suit of armor. All of you have successfully survived, although two of you got down to one hit point today. Damn. I was never down to one hit point. I got down to six hit points. Okay, fair. <laughs> Very close. Hamish got down to one hit point. The, he did. Those two greatsword hits <laughs> fucked him up. Oh, yeah. Two greatsword hits with a magical weapon will fuck almost anybody up. Yes, but he was able to roll really well on his initiative, and so before anyone could do anything and help him, Hamish helped himself and just burned everything to a crisp. So now there's a pile of crispy kobolds and a pile of crispy zombies, and you stand victorious. Funnily enough, uh, he's only responsible for one of those crispy piles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Rat King did some of that himself. So now there is the settlement without the Rat King, and I want to say you guys are fairly close. In fact, let's go back to the actual... Uh, settlements map. Oh dear. God damn it. I need to replace this mouse. Okay. So, relatively speaking, I've got the map open here. All of you were, like, you came in from the west. Right? So, this was, I want to say, a couple hundred feet west of the main entrance. Like, they basically had time to pour out of the underground and stand there and not travel very far. Jimmy and Mr. Honorable are underground. And because you're relatively close to the entrance, everybody roll perception for me. I will roll for Jeremy and I will roll for Susie. Well, actually, Jeremy is far away because he's with Liam. Uh, Liam would have followed, but do you also do I also not need to do a perception check then? Um, I mean, if if you're anywhere close to the rest of the party, yes, you can roll a perception check. But I, right. I imagine you're distracted. Uh, yes. So, I think this is just going to be a regular roll and no advantage for me. Alright. 12, 12, 18, 18, 5, 13, 10. So, Susie and Jeremy. Okay. <laughs> the, the NPCs both notice that there are some not good sounds coming from underground, like screeching and scuffling and banging and screaming. Uh, the screaming being, of course, Jimmy, who comes out sprinting from the ground. <laughs> and But not Mr. Honorable. He did not follow him. But Jimmy comes screaming out of the hole going like they've gone crazy who's they the, What's they? the kobolds there's more kobolds down there and they're all just like fighting each other and, and scrounging and like scratching the walls it's it's nuts uh, so... where's, where's where's honorable and he turns around behind him going oh no he was he said he was right behind me uh i'm sure he's fine he can he can nail himself he's a big boy <laughs> no, I bet he's he's actually in there to loot. He's ah. no, we're supposed to get whatever treasure they had down there. God, but he's and he looks like really indecis indecisive. Like he wants to go down there after him, but also it shit's crazy down there. Hey Jimmy, I got a new toy for you. Huh? <laughs> he's gonna hold out the mall, <laughs> and he'll be like a hammer, and he'll he'll take it. He won't like refuse the gift. He'll be like. 
Okay, you gave me a hammer. A fancy hammer. I mean, it looks cool. It's got, like, engravings on the side. It's like, but what's the point? Yeah, one of those general people had it. I assume it's something special about it. Oh, it's a weapon. Okay, yeah. You're supposed to hit things with it, Jimmy. No, that makes sense. And he'll... So... If Jimmy, I'm trying to like you, okay? Don't make me slap you. And he even... And if everyone remembers, the... Because the settlement is underground, there are just chimney stacks sticking out of the ground. And Jimmy will actually walk up to one of them and give it a good smack with the maul. And first, I need to give him the maul. So now I was about to give it. I was about to give it to myself, but then you said Jimmy come mm -hmm. running out of it. Two d six. I feel like Jimmy does not properly appreciate this maul. He probably doesn't. I feel on... like he's had all 10 seconds to appreciate the wall. It, it depends entirely on what this roll is like. <clears throat> what do I roll to slap Jimmy? So I, I had him roll to... Uh, yeah, I did everything right. So I had him roll to hit one of these pillars. And god damn it, every time. I was hoping Jimmy would have a moment, but he didn't. He went to smack it, and he basically knocks a chip out of one of the rocks with it and goes, I mean, it's a hammer, but thanks. V is just gonna turn to slow look at Jacova. Don't say anything. <laughs> what the fuck were you thinking? <laughs> damn it, I was hoping because if he rolled well, it's a magic maul. It was just gonna fucking explode the stack of stone, but... No. The dice are determined to make Jimmy look like an asshole. <laughs> you know Jimmy went like wild on that for you. <sighs> okay, well... So yeah, so Jimmy looks like an asshole. That's great. So... Uh, Liam Liam has a brother who's probably pretty good with hammers. Yeah, yeah, Jimmy, why don't, why don't you let me hold, hold on to that for you? I mean, okay. I mean, I as far as weapons go, you know, I, I like my tr my trusty knife, and... After of handing back the mall, he'll he'll do a, like a flip, like a whoosh, like draw it really fast. V is going to be looking at him with all the contempt in her soul in her <laughs> eyes right now, like. And that is a lot. <laughs> you know, Jimmy, I'm trying to like you, but uh, you do shit like that. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, we should deal with the cobalts, right? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I have to look up pictures of big pocket knives, just some like classic mall ninja shit, and I just have to post it in Discord. It's great. <laughs> what do I roll to slap Jimmy? <laughs> Jimmy, we're trying to like you. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you can roll an unarmed strike if you like. His AC can't be good. It's not great. <laughs> Uh, and Jacob will just like smack him back of the head as he walks towards the uh, door thing. Jimmy's right there. AC is like a twenty-three. No, it's kidding. No, it's like... I break my hand on a skull. It's fine. No, <laughs> it's like eleven. <laughs> mm. He's got basic leather armor, and his dex is not amazing. So, <laughs> fantastic. So, uh, Jacob is gonna try and head underground. Uh, he's he's gonna poke his head in. <laughs> Uh, as he pokes his head in, he very clearly starts to hear, like, just a cacophony of horrible noises, like, squishing and scratching and monstrous screeching. It's... 
It's a lot. I suppose we better deal with this. <laughs> V's gonna, like, roll her shoulders and have a cat walk across the computer. Um, <laughs> just kind of like, you know, like roll her shoulders, do like the neck crack and heft her axes and march on in, I guess. Alright. Yeah, cover drops down. Then. Well, then I think next section you guys are going to commit genocide. And that sounds like fun. <laughs> Listen. I mean, we've already defeated two armies. Well, the, yeah. you let two armies wear each other out. We defeated two armies. And then I feel like we made a really good decision tactically to let them def- like weaken each other and we should get the the, the 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 what's the word I'm looking for here? The um... spoils? No. The 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 the, the, the the credit. Yes, thank you. The credit for defeating them. <laughs> I think Hamish should get the credit for defeating them. Either the credit or the blame, whichever comes first. <laughs> Whichever's more important. <laughs> Everyone gets us in the less trouble. Whichever Umbrin yells at us less for. <laughs> oh yeah, so we went to war and nobody came back but us, don't question it. <laughs> uh, hey, don't no, worry wait, about no, no, no. it. That's not how the way you present it. We dealt with the cobalt problem and we dealt with the zombie problem. That's how mm. you present it. You're welcome. Everybody's welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Tuesday, pay up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. And if you, like, I don't know, throw some fire down the hole and close the door, you may have also dealt with the drow problem. There's that, too. Although, I don't know how much good that would do. (laughs) Wait, there's two drow down there. (laughs) Well, you also also don't know how big the complex is, because only Jacoba went down there, and he didn't even go very far. Yeah, he just like looked around the corner, saw all the doors. He's like, "Oh, yeah, the place is okay, fairly large." So throwing like a Molotov cocktail down the hole and closing it, like, will just scorch the stairs a little bit, and not do you much good. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun to hey. think about. It's like, oh, what if we just torch the hole and not worry about it? Mm-hmm. Here's a question: mm-hmm. Is defeating two armies enough for a level up, though? Uh, I was thinking about that, and I'm thinking <gasps> after you clear out the catacombs, then yes. Okay. So I'm next, so excited. next. I was uh, hoping to have extra attack for the catacombs, but you know what? Still excited. <laughs> well, this this mm. whole encounter isn't quite done yet. This is all one big thing. A hundred percent fair, Ken. <laughs> but once this is complete, at the end of the day, and it's like fucking two three in the morning you will have had a very eventful and experienceful day <laughs> experiential mm. nice. i feel like i think this is the most we have ever done in a day i feel like this is the most you've ever done like more or less period <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah that's fair like there's there's been a, not, not a ton going on most most of the stuff you've done has been relatively small scale which again was the point <laughs> Mm. Uh, so that was fun. More interesting stuff. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so yeah. when mm-hmm. is the next session? And I really need to be editing, but I've been lazy. Mm-hmm. And I'm really trying to like Jimmy, but uh <laughs> <laughs> I, I like Jimmy. I re- it's originally... not meant to be. 
I was originally going to have Jimmy be much more of an asshole, but you were all such dicks to him. I was like, you know what? No, he's he's, he's a misguided but all right young individual. And then, like, every time he tries to have a moment, he, like, pisses himself or completely fails or gets his ass knocked out or something. <laughs> he'll, Listen. He'll have his day. Listen, sure. when we fight the big bad, Jimmy's going to come in and save the day. Or he's going to kill Steel like you did. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Kill Stila. I don't even care. Know, like the Rat I'll, King had I'll fucking like, do it again. He had like five hit points, and you're just like, alright, well, whip, there goes a knife. <laughs> Look, it was either that or I bane him. And that... Yeah. 